Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Jeffrey Brewster on the line. Jeffrey, how are you? Doing better than I deserve to use the Dave Ramsey line. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yes. Uh, yeah. Mr. Ramsey gives us all kinds of life advice, investing, financing. Uh, not a big fan of credit. Uh, and also just, you know, life and, and all that kind of stuff. And real quick, and not to be political at all, but there's an internet meme going around where President Biden is calling in to uh, to uh, Dave Ramsey to find out, okay, how do I get rid of this $31 trillion debt? You know, it's just, it's, I, I found it funny, you know, I'm not trying to be political at all, but I giggled, you know, and I, I hope that every, every side of the fence would at least find some humor in that. But so why, why don't you share a little bit about you and the awesome work you're doing? Yeah. So my specialization is business valuation. And, and I tell people that we help clients understand better. And sometimes that's understanding their valuation better. And sometimes that's understanding how to get a better value for their company. And that involves a number of different things. As you can imagine, there's a human being there that has invested a tremendous amount of time, talent, resources, blood, sweat, sometimes tears. Uh, and so it really is a fascinating work that we do to take all of these, you know, financial aspects, accounting aspects, legal aspects, and, f- and human aspects and bring those all together and then present them with this valuation. <laughs> And I'm sure you've never had anybody say that their business is so much worth more than what you say because they've put in those blood, sweat, tears, beers, and everything else that they put into it. And it's one of those things. It's like, of course, you're going to be proud of your creation. You should be. But the value of something is the value of something. And with all the factors that your team uses, it's you know a great way to say, okay, this is what it's worth. Now, if it's not where you feel it should be, then the next logical question, entrepreneurs, that you should ask is, okay, if I want to get this out of the business, whatever this is, right? What, what, what steps should I take now in order for that to become a possibility years down the road? So I'm Pre- sure. Precisely. Precisely. And that, and that is that, you know, the entrepreneur always understands there's levers that they can pull to get the desired results, right? And valuation, although a tremendous amount of it is art, there is a tremendous amount, a, a tremendous amount of science with it as well. So there are factors within your control that you can impact. And, and that's one of the services that we work with entrepreneurs, business owners all the time about, hey, what are these growth factors? What are these operational factors? What's dragging you back? What do you need to emphasize when you're talking with somebody about your business so that maybe you even, you know, what do they put? Put the emphasis on the strengths and 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 make your weaknesses even stronger. That's what we do. And we'll highlight those and say, hey, listen, here's here's where your business could improve 
as far as evaluation is concerned and doing these handful of things again you know it sounds like a consultant that comes in and gives you 25 things to do and then you know say i'll see you in, in 12 months we we simply put it we know you're a business owner. We know that that means you're busier than maybe you ever thought you were going to be. So let's put it down to boil it down to three, maybe four, because we know in all honesty, maybe one will get done. (laughs) And that's the truth. Yeah. That happens all the time with consultants and coaches. They give this great list of well thought out, studied combination of art and science to take your business to what ever the next level is or to prepare it for sale, whatever. And what happens is, and this is something that is often overlooked, is you're asking the organization to make changes. And that is a very, very big ask for some companies and individuals. People like, I have to behave differently. And it's like saying somebody, okay, you have been right-handed your entire life. Guess what? You have to write now with your left hand. And it's it looks like you just handed a a writing instrument to an 18-month-old and say, okay, sign your name. And it's just this other appendage uh, for many people is just, you know, use it all the time. But when it comes to writing, it's like, no, the brain goes, no, it's not going to work unless you're one of those uh, individuals that can use both hands, which Keeps you keeps you busy, but at the end of the day, I, I think for organizations and companies to figure out, okay, what do I need to do? Manageable steps, and you have to dig deeper. And I think that's one of the things your team helps people with. And you mentioned it's like we know you're a business owner; you are slammed right now. You're trying to build your business. You're doing all these things. So, okay, doing all of these steps to whether it's improve the website, improve your social media brand to get that granular, or okay, you know, let you need to target different markets that are you know in this field that you can. You know, of course, bring on additional business, which of course increases the value of your business over time. It's one of those things where people have to realize, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs forget this, is they don't know what they don't know. And when someone comes to them with, here's what you don't know, they should say, okay, well, how do I know that? How do I get to know that? What do I need to do? Whether it's investing additional resources or personnel to help move things along, even if it's a short-term situation that helps. Or you just realize like, okay, I want my company to sell for seven figures. Right now it's mid five figures. Okay. That's a pretty steep climb. Not going to do it in a year unless you come up with some kind of solution or um, you you owned Zoom in April of 2020. (laughs) Uh, Then then, those things happen, but they are so rare. Don't plan on it. If it happens to you, congratulations. Um, I'll give you my address where you can send the champagne or whatever. Yeah. We'll celebrate together. Uh, But at the end of the day, it, it boils down to just understanding that what got you here won't get you there. And that that new effort and new skill set and all of that is something that organizations like yours really help out people to kind of say, this is what you're going to have to do. Yeah. yeah, so so true, Michael. I mean, and and sometimes you 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 get into these companies and you sit down with that entrepreneur or that business owner, and and we understand that. Listen, there are cap- capacity restraints. That's a fancy word for I don't have enough of something to get done what you're telling me to do. And you look at you know those companies that have that twenty million in revenue 
so, you know, certainly below that, but even that 20 to $50 million revenue company l- looks at you and says, you do realize I'd have to hire a whole new team to do what you've just mentioned here. And, and sometimes it's almost like we've played baseball all these years. Now you want me to go out there on the football field and compete on the football field? That's, that's a real hard ask. That's a hard change. How do we get there? Well, well guess what? You don't build a team overnight right it takes time and 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 making that change is like you so aptly put that it it really does require a phase in and sometimes that's a two three four five year phase in before you and you of course you're looking for progress and milestones all along the way but honestly patience and sometimes that's the hardest thing is perseverance during the patience period. <laughs> yeah, everyone is used to that dopamine hit of, all right, right, business great. Got calls today and all of a sudden it's a completely quiet day and, and your brain starts going, did I not post something today? Why isn't anybody resonating with this? I put out those feelers, nothing's happening. I'm not getting callbacks. And your brain just goes down this negative spiral. And then you have another day that is booming. It could be your best day ever. And you're you know, cracking the champagne and, and having visions of a boat bigger than Jeff Bezos' boat. And, you're, and, and, you're, and that's a big boat. Uh, <laughs> not been on it. Don't know if I ever will be on it. If I get invited, sure, I'll take a ride. But um, I've definitely contributed to help him buy that boat over the years. But another story. Story for another day. But I, I think you know, you're mentioning a lot there. I, one of the questions that come to mind too is, you know, what are some of the best tools for, that you guys use in your organizations that you help use to kind of help them with you know, getting the valuation to kind of figure out where things are and what should they be thinking about as, again, they're you know, planning out their, their exit strategy or transition strategy of their business to another entity or another level? Yeah, that great question. So we we can go in a couple of different directions. And that's one of the things that we do that I, I do take from my consulting brethren. And that is ask a lot of questions. Really understand and, and kind of think about the end once you're, you know, the old Stephen Covey, right? Kind of understand the end and, and plan out from that point. And so your starting point, it feels like you're climbing a mountain. Uh, you're standing at the base of the mountain and you're, and you're looking at this, you know, 8,000 foot rise in front of you. Well, what's the best path? Well, depends. What season are you in? If you're in the winter season, there's a whole different path you should be taking versus whether you're in the spring. And so these are really questions that you have to be asking and sitting down with the, with the team or with the business owner at the very initial onset of where are we heading? We, we know that the mountaintop, we know where that peak is at. We can see it from here, but how do we get there? And so you ask these questions and sometimes what we'll find out is, you know, it's a, it's a rather direct route. Sometimes we find there's actually a lot of human inter- interaction and there's a lot of factors and there are a lot of attributes that are going to change our, our path and our trajectory. And so we, we really do have to look for if you will, different trails at different times as we climb the side of this mountain. So we're going to go through that and and kind of put it in spe- you know, specific valuation terms. You know, sometimes just getting your valuation, understanding how you compare to your competitors, which we can do for you, 
uh, it's kind of in a benchmarking uh, analysis is enough. You know, okay, great. I, I understand that my working capital is too high compared. And so I need to really concentrate on as granular as you want. Really got to concentrate on getting those receivables, uh, you know, collected. And really, maybe I'm paying my my vendors a little bit too fast, and and maybe I can go ahead and take terms from them. That it might be that granular. It, it, it very well. I've I've had situations where we'll look at a company and go, listen, you've got two divisions of the business here. One of them is actually exceeding the cost of capital. The other one is not, and the other one is the one where you putting all your efforts into. So maybe we need to redirect over to the more consultative side and get a better you know, rate of return, which exceeds your cost of capital. You know, That's mind-blowing sometimes for, for business owners. And that's the more direct route. The, the more, what I would say, holistic route, not that valuation isn't in itself a holistic approach, but an even more holistic route is to sit back and go, let's take a look at the valuation gap that we're facing and what's causing that gap and what attributes of growth and operations with inside of your company need to be addressed first because they're causing the biggest amount of gap, putting it in a positive way. Where, if I take your efforts and focus on them, are you going to get the biggest bang for your buck? For your efforts, for your blood, sweat, and tears and beers. I'm going to use that. I like that. Blood, sweat, tears, and beers. So, you know, if you put that into this effort and into this initiative, you're going to close that gap faster or you're going to close more of that gap. Well, let's focus on those. And that's how we get to that handful of things that a business owner or a team should be focusing on as they look at their valuation and and again back to the mountain analogy look at the pinnacle and go and that's where we're trying to get to and maybe there are some changes that we need to make along the way but it's very consultative michael i mean we are always asking questions and getting into the process and going okay we thought we understood this, but now you told us something that makes us think differently. Let's revisit that one more time. That's the power of asking questions. You get information, and sometimes you get some new information that could happen innocently and go, wait a minute, that could change it to shortening that gap or, wow, that gap just got larger. Okay. Right. Well, and, and you didn't, you, we got to go back and, and redo some things. So, so organization goes through this exercise. They they close the gap and they get it to the point where it's like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe they might be a little bit older or they just want to do something different. There's a lot of options in transitioning your business. So, you know, and I think a lot of people think, well, I just have to sell the business, but there's, right. you know, obviously in the work that you do, you know, there's more ways uh, to transition that business to a different owner or different things. So why don't you share a little bit about that? Yeah, very, very good question. And, and it's so timely because seasons change, right? And and the season of sometimes the, the the private equity or the venture capital buyout of your company where where money was just flowing and transactions just seem to be happening effortlessly. And, and what we called the dry powder just never seemed to go away. You could, there was such an insatiable demand for businesses that these multiples were being paid and these transactions just were, were in the nosebleed area. Uh, seasons change. 
and and sometimes that transition of well do i sell to one of these groups or maybe the seasons have changed enough or the season has changed enough that now we need to start taking into consideration there might be a group within the company that is a good legacy group that i'd like to transfer that legacy to them how do we do that or or maybe it's as you know is you can also use an esop where you're actually selling that to the employees or really you're selling it technically to the esop trust which then has beneficiaries and i grew up in the esop world it's a wonderful structure uh it has to be done correctly and it doesn't solve all the ills and wills of a company uh so you know we really and i've had plenty of experiences where you sit down and you again ask those questions you go you do understand that this is the next step in the esop process but there are these other transfers so again there are a number of things that a, a business owner has at their disposal just because you hear the transactions are you know are slowing um, or because interest rates are higher today that multiples are lower uh, if you can even get the transaction done we've we've got we've got a client right now that it, quite frankly, thought they were going to have a, a term sheet in their hands on on selling a portion of their business by now, and and it hasn't materialized. Uh, well, there's enough turmoil in the capital markets that sometimes people just go, "Yeah, right now, not right now. We're going to take a pause." Well, now what do you do? Well, now you have to if you if you really have only been thinking about that. It, it, it might be that you need to start thinking about some other options as well at the same time. Plan A, Plan B, right? Um, so there are plenty of options available. It, it just, again, might be a little more planning, uh, a little more strategizing, and, it, and a little more patience and perseverance through the process. Uh, so maybe you were thinking you were going to exit a hundred percent of the company, uh, but maybe you need to figure out how to do it 20% at a time. So, so again, those are all the things that we'll sit down with the client very early on and say, tell me what your end goal looks like. And, and, and have you thought about plan B and plan C? Or Plan D or Plan W or it, when the world right. is completely sideways, you know, and it happens, you know, with, you know, with the pandemic that happened or right. global conflicts, you know, re recessions come and go, interest rates low for a long time, you know, rising, they'll come back down again at some point. It's right. an ebb and flow. It's, it's, and that's why. It helps, and I know your organization does this. It's like, okay, let's take a step back and kind of look at big picture. And yes, everybody's want to look like this tunnel, like right through this little sliver. It's like, no, let's go big picture. Right. And the Covey quote you gave earlier. You know, what's the end in mind? Okay, how, where are you at now? Or Steve Jobs had once, like, here's this. Here we are. Work backwards, and whatever works for you. Do it because ultimately you want to obviously get gains from your time and effort and all of that. But you know, once you figure out what your business is is worth and what it could be worth with with effort, it it it's like following a recipe to cook something. And I think sometimes people overcomplicate it. Not saying that it isn't complicated. There's things that have to play. There's external factors and whatnot. But simplify it as best you can. 
and follow a recipe that your organization can lay out and you, you check things along the way. It's like, okay, what's the temperature? Okay. How many more minutes to, to bake this? Okay. How's it looking? Is it browning or, you know, whatever you're cooking. And then it's like, mm, okay, you follow instructions and sometimes go, wow, this thing's still frozen in the middle. Wow. I better adjust the freezer because <laughs> it doesn't need to be frozen tundra cold to keep this stuff. Cold. But again, that's, right. you know, all, all this thing, all these things are very important. So Jeffrey, I love this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and this amazing work you do? Yeah, absolutely. We would love to help. Always open for a conversation. Call, text 469-394-1448. Again, one more time is 469-394-1448. I will answer your text. My goal is to try and get back to you within 24 hours. If you want to email me, it's jeffrey.brewster at objectivecp.com. Again, that's Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y dot Brewster, B as in boy, R-E-W-S-T-E-R at objective.com. I'm sorry, objectivecp.com. I'll definitely have that information in the show notes. So continued success, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks for listening to The The Breakfast Breakfast Leadership Leadership Show, part of The Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.